0: We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch, and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, uh, Kathy, and uh, here we are good on End uh, Times Friday. Uh, Happy this is, Friday. Yeah, September uh, 22nd. This is... Um, uh, following and, and if uh, you haven't uh, listened um, go back yesterday and we had Diane Gomez who has been called as a watchman and as a uh, intercessor for Israel uh, and just mm-hmm. a, just a great, great story of uh, how she actually got involved with this because um, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't natural for her as truly you know God's work to draw her into that and then she's been connected in a variety of ways, including uh, traveling to uh, Israel. Um, And, um, you know, when you think of, uh, you know, Faith, by the way, um, she was called to go to Israel by herself without any, (laughs) without knowing anything, just go, you know, and (laughs) wow. uh, That takes a lot of trust uh, to, without a plan, without anything, just go. And, and i'll show you and what, God to, what, used did, it in what such incredible ways. what yeah. to do there um so uh it's kind of fun we'll talk we'll talk a little bit today uh since she uh, really introduced us into this idea of intercessory prayer for Israel what does that mean and what's going on mm-hmm. there um a couple things to start with is that um, uh, through uh, things that God has led us to, Linda and I um we've been connected to Israel directly uh for many 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 years now um there's there's wonderful christian activity uh going on in israel uh and diane uh, mentions this in her uh uh, discussion with us but uh there was a church uh started by actually now a friend of ours uh wayne hilston uh called king of Mm -hmm. kings and um they started in jerusalem and they've they've grown now to where they actually occupy a, a building there where they have worship. Um, you know they have obviously Jews that come and, and, and receive Christ and there's Messianic Jews. And then they also have just believers that are living there that are there. Um, so they have a great worship, great teaching. Uh, they have great ministries where they are serving, the local community with, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare and, uh, food, uh, giveaway. And, and they, f- they facilitate, uh, what's called Aliyah. Uh, Aliyah is a Jewish, mm-hmm. a Jewish term that means return. And, um, mm. uh, actually it started interesting enough when we gave this story and I think we tell, talk a little bit about this with, uh, Diane is, um, you know, remember Israel was was abandoned as a nation in 70 A.D. Uh, when uh, the Romans, you know, took over and destroyed the temple and um, basically dispersed it. Called the Great Diaspora, where they chased them out of mm-hmm. Israel, and they were no longer a nation. Um, uh, right. Well, in the 1850s, um, a group out of London
2: was a prayer movement, right? Was yeah. you know, and
1: that's why we talk about intercessory. They were called. As intercessors for the mm-hmm. return return of Israel, which by the way was predicted. Uh, right. So it's not even a new thought. It was I'm calling you now to begin the timing of the return mm-hmm. of of the nation of Israel, and and they understood it, and so they they gathered. And intercessory prayer was it was really just hearing God's voice and praying things that God was was saying as He led them step by step. They ultimately went to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, they worked with the uh, UK government, uh, who had an embassy in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. uh, and the embassy, you know, was to that area that remember was primarily uh, Muslim. Right. Um, you know, some some real Jews were there, but it was primarily Muslim uh, as part of you know just the geography there and. Uh, But they had an embassy there. Um, And this intercessory group worked with the UK government and they told them what we were doing, what they were doing Mm -hmm. uh, and what they were praying for. And would it be okay if they set a church up in the basement of the embassy? Um, And the UK government said, sure, go ahead. (laughs) So uh, they did. Um, And then, of course, they began worshiping there and they were under the protection of the embassy, which has lots of, you know, uh, opportunity that literally protects them from any, you know, somebody coming against them or harming them,
0: uh, Mm -hmm. which
1: remember the Jews weren't interesting enough. uh, And this is something that only, you know, God can know, but people wouldn't, is that originally the Jewish people there we're against them um, right? is, you know, we don't, don't tell us about Jesus Christ and we don't want you, you know, impacting us at all. Well, they actually mm-hmm. wanted to chase them out, uh, but they were under the protection of the embassy. Um, so they were there. Um, and then God started to lead them into, well uh, we want you to start a hospital. We want you to start medicine. We want you to start education. We want you to ser- serve these people. We know they don't want it and we know they don't like you, <laughs> but but uh, keep praying um, and mm-hmm. start to establish a base of just, uh, and by the way, and this is interesting. He, God told him, um, you don't need to convert, worry about converting anybody. So don't don't right. look at it as you got to do evangelical work you're going to do my work, which is right now, just loving them and serving them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did, uh, and, and primarily interesting enough work with the government of England to help them under, mm-hmm. understand, and Amazing. the and the value of, of what their position should be. And so by the time world war one comes, and by the way, think of the people who started in 1850 were already dead. So, this is mm-hmm. their their next generation that picked it right. up. So they really
2: didn't see the full fruit of their prayers yet.
1: They, they never saw it other than they were called to pray. Um, well, in World War One comes, um, you know, obviously Germany loses. Uh, the Muslims had joined Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were defeated too. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, in World War Two because they were defeated in World War I, the Muslims never joined anybody after that. Mm. Like, like we're not gonna pick a side here because we got, we got, <laughs> we, we got harmed by picking the right. wrong side. Um, so um, they were, uh, because they joined the wrong side, England, it's called the Balfour um, uh, Treaty, they were given the permission to oversee, not not rule, but over oversee Israel the you know, the, the place of Israel. Right. Um, and, and now you basically govern that area. Well, um, because of the intercessors and what they had done with the British government, the British government supported and promoted the return of Jews to Israel, mm-hmm. um, and it's called Aliyah, uh, come on back now to your homeland. Now it wasn't a, a nation yet, and it wasn't a state. It was just an invitation. And and uh, Britain provided the protection. Uh, you mm-hmm. can come and be safe here. Um, now in the, in the bottom of that embassy is still this church, King of, of, of uh, actually it was Christ Church at this point. Um, and they're continuing to pray for, and they're supporting, uh, helping pay for, People to get to Israel, and then the British government, right. the British government, took care of them to get them settled. Um, it's mm-hmm. called, called Um, So they did, they did, they did, and it grew and grew and grew um, under the protection of the British government and this church, uh, which ultimately, by the way, was able to separate out because then they, they were protected. Well, World War Two comes, and of course, you know, Hitler's trying to annihilate the Jews, uh, but isn't successful right. after. World War II, the United Nations sets up officially that area that was under the governance of uh, Britain. you can become an independent nation and mm-hmm. and Israel Jews you can now rule again uh, in this right. place, um, which they did. Um, and these people are still there you know interceding and uh, helping alia uh, return, people return. And, uh, so that was 47 after the war, uh, 20 years later called 67, the nations, the Muslim nations around Israel, um, wanted to come and annihilate them, uh, mm-hmm. and said, you know, we, we don't want, we don't want them here and we want to come against them because of our, because of what they believed. And so it's called the six day war. Think of, of, uh, in the Bible, the story of Jehoshaphat, mm-hmm. where, um, all the nations around Israel come against them and there's no way that Israel could could defeat them in any way and Joseph says we don't know what to do uh, right. but get but God you said so what do you have to say and God says the battle's not yours it's mine uh, tomorrow I'll go down to this place and I'll you'll see me beat the battle and so um, now the Jews they're they are believing that they have destiny here. Um, even today, the people that were there won't fully admit of the supernatural work of God because they, yeah. they still have some pride associated with it. But it's called the Six-Day War. Right. And they get attacked. And it's supernatural bunch of things that happen. But Israel, in six days, defeats them. <laughs> yeah. um, and they withdraw. Uh, they don't even continue the battle. They just said, okay, we mm-hmm. got beat, we got beaten, we're left. And so Incredible. In, in 1967, all of the land from the original biblical uh, definition of Israel mm-hmm. is given back to Israel Right. Um, under their governance now. Now they did allow uh, the Muslims to remain on the Temple Mount and to, and to be living there, And they still have the the mosque that's there. Um, So they didn't eliminate that. Um, So it was a little bit of a coexistence. And there are Palestinians that uh, live there uh, that would be Muslims and they can vote. uh, But it is under Mm -hmm. the under the Jewish uh, uh, governance system of, you know, prime minister and Knesset, which would be similar to our Senate and House and Judiciary. They have a very similar democracy. Um, as mm-hmm. us uh this and then god's given them great favor over the years uh to um, have ama- amazing technology amazing ability to protect themselves and wealth beyond measure and by the way they're one of the few economies mm-hmm. in the world that is thriving you know uh, uh, because of of oh, how wow. of how they've done it and they're not overburdened with debt you know etc well um, during this time um, and this is where these, this King of Kings Church starts. Um, and they now are facilitating Aliyah and they have this great uh, prayer ministry and people come and intercede and um, and understand the role of Israel. Uh, there's uh, called Intercessors for Israel. It's a whole separate ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got connected to the head of that ministry where they they bring people over and then spread out uh, throughout the world, interceding for Israel uh, and for mm-hmm. God to fulfill his, his plan for the end. Uh, and then Wayne Hillsden, who was the, the original pastor of, of King of Kings, um, who he and his wife are good friends of, of Linda and mine, they, they basically handed that over to a different pastor. And then that, what they did is broaden out... Uh, into a ministry called FIRM a firm that mm-hmm. is uh promoting lots of christian ministry in israel uh, wow. so it's happening all over israel uh, of yeah, and they understand fundamentally it's not a program and they're not there to uh overtly hammer uh try mm-hmm. to try to convert jews but they know during what they're doing, Jews will be ultimately converted, um, as, right. as as we'll see here in the in the scriptures. And so,
0: hmm.
1: uh, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, and so, what they're doing uh, is facilitating, working with the uh, Jewish government. Well, um, Netanyahu, who was the prime minister and again is the prime minister, um, uh, I actually and I think I've shared this as I as I met him and he gave some. I had lunch with him and he talked about, you know, Israel in the end times. And, you know, there weren't a nation yet, but finally they are. But because of his, um, his willingness to allow Christianity to come into Israel, he, mm-hmm. per, he personally did a study of who, what Christian group would be welcomed in Israel. And
2: oh interesting. Uh okay. and he
1: did a thorough search and he chose Daystar uh Ooh. who has who has programming twenty four seven. Uh right. and he said they were and the house. He-
2: still plays there now, correct?
1: It's still so he invited okay. him in. Um and he's they're the only uh international uh broadcasting that can be there, but they do it twenty four seven and they have all of their programming and all their worship and um, and they have a very healthy viewpoint toward how to present Jesus. Um, and Linda and I actually saw the difference. Um, when we first went there as, as a leading uh, some tours, um, the guides, we would have Jewish uh, historical guides. Uh, we would mm-hmm. o- often have, I'd do the Bible and sometimes sometimes have a messianic in you do things, but we would just have a local uh, Jewish uh, guide who could lead us around to show us history um and they would tell us we know you're christians don't talk to us mm-hmm. about don't talk to us about jesus uh we don't want to hear about it mm. and okay all right you know right. We, and we didn't um uh although god opened up you know some cool doors anyway so that was kind of cool we actually had a guide come to know christ while we're in the in the car with him
2: <laughs> oh, that's so cool.
1: uh and it was really fun because he was inter- got interested in it you know and he's hearing us talk mm-hmm. about it uh but uh, by the time we got there for our third uh, tour, uh, and this is probably now you know maybe five six years ago, um, there's been a shift, and every mm-hmm. single guide said, "Well, we know you're Christians. We're wondering if Jesus really was the Messiah. We're not sure yet, but mm-hmm. we're but we're open that maybe." So Je- you're
2: seeing a shift in people's potential beliefs anyway they're they're questioning now
1: yeah and it's opening so we could see and the, and the one thing that i've i've understood even greater now because i've watched this this whole issue of intercessory prayer is you know th- uh, i'm thinking of the original group in the 18 mm-hmm. 1850s and you know they see basically 100 years later is when what mm-hmm. they were praying for the fruit came,
2: of their prayers.
1: Came, came about right? and that God's timing is way longer than ours. And that mm-hmm. um, the seed planting and the movement and the shifting uh, takes place over time so that as we understand truth, we can step into that truth without worrying about the timing of that truth. Um, Mm. you know, and the beauty of it so that, you know, and so what we know about Israel in terms of truth is, um, we know that, um, during the millennium, actually not the millennium, but to tribulation, uh, that, um, they become the center literally of all the activity because Mm -hmm. it's the rise of the antichrist uh, somewhere in there, it appears that the church is raptured. Um, and again, there's, right. there's not a conclusion about exactly when it's, you know, there's groups that say pre-trib, there's groups that say mid-trib and there's groups that say post-trib and there's nothing absolute in scripture. Uh, but, um, uh, from what I can see, uh, and looking at church history of how they viewed it, um their view is more mid-trib and post-trib and that we are here mm-hmm. during the tribulation to start with for sure. But the center of everything happens around Israel with the antichrist and the one world government coming against Israel to, to eliminate them. Right. Um, and God's wrath occurs during the last three and a half years, protecting Israel um, mm-hmm. who by that time have become believers. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're the beacon of light for Christianity, although the world's against them. And they can't succeed technologically. So they just mass up an army of 200 million people and say, let's just march against them and get rid of them. And it's called the Battle of Armageddon. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when Jesus returns and uh, defeats that army, as well as the the rest of the, the world is against them. And now Israel moves into the millennium as the beacon of light and Christ physically lives here with, with them. And Mm. we get to return with Christ and rule in our resurrected bodies. And we'll talk about the millennium again, you know, soon. But uh, the the thing about Israel is that um, it is a nation, it is under God and there is, there is because of what happens in the tribulation in the end uh, it's absolute that that nation and and what happens to that nation matters because of what's spoken about it so we can say okay we understand that mm-hmm. uh, and so what diane you know raised up is um, well then how should we pray not with you know we assume anything other right. than other than we have knowledge just like the original uh, intercessors back in 1850 they knew something Right, Bible says they're going to return as a nation. They knew that. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a surprise to them. It was a surprise when God said, I want you to begin praying for that. Uh, mm-hmm. With, by the way, very few Jews in, in Israel and the world doesn't have a system to put them back in place. Uh, right. But God said, I'm not asking you to figure it out. <laughs> Um, I'm, ask, mm-hmm. I'm asking, I'm, you ask, to, I'm, I'm asking you to, I'm asking you to, uh, yeah. yeah, um, so, um, if we, uh, look at, um, uh, let's go to Romans, uh, chapter 11, uh, Diane mentioned this, uh, but go to Romans chapter 11, um, and, um, uh, uh, 22 to 36, 20,
2: 20, 22 okay. to
1: 22 to 36. Yep. Yeah. This is, uh, by the way, Paul has been discussing in 9, 10, and 11, he's been discussing, uh, you know, Christ came to first offer salvation to the Jews, but the Jews primarily uh, got hung up on law and didn't understand grace and didn't understand salvation. And they became a stumbling, Christ became a stumbling block to them. Mm. Uh, because they couldn't get past their view of law. Mm-hmm. Um, now certain ones did, you know like Nicodemus and others that we know because the, the church started, interesting enough, everybody the 3,000 that Peter preached to, guess what? they were Jews. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the church started with Jews and they and they first went to uh, you know start churches as, as they taught in synagogues, you know to, to start churches. So uh, a lot of them did receive Christ, but fundamentally, uh the jewish uh nation and the the governance of the pharisees and sadducees uh prevented and tried to promote you know don't accept jesus so paul's talking about uh this this discussion of you rejected the truth and christ has become a stumbling block and then and then he goes on and uh now read verses 22 to
2: 36. yeah Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell severity, but toward you goodness, if you continue in his goodness, otherwise you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree... How much more will these who are natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written, The deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob, For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For as you were once disobedient to God, yet have now obtained mercy through their disobedience, even so, these have also now been disobedient, that through the mercy shown you, they may also obtain mercy. For God has committed them to all his diso- them all to disobedience, that he might have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has become his counselor, or who is first given to him, and it shall be reta- repaid to him. For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be the glory forever, amen.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, he says, uh, you know, he's describing that it is, it is about grafting. Remember, grafting is getting into the vine, Mm -hmm. uh, the branch, and it's through, uh, it's such beautiful symbolism, but um, it's uh, when you graft a branch, you have to cut a hole in the vine, and then you have to cut a hole in the branch. Uh, Right so he's saying that Christ died and was cut uh, open, available for people now to be grafted in. Mm. And, it, and it's individual branches. And mm-hmm. we, we have to surrender through repentance, die to self. So Christ died to open it up. We die to self and get grafted in. Um, and now we're part of the, of the life of God, which was you know, originally to be Israel uh, and Jews. Uh, So he's saying here, well, that truth is still available to everybody, by the way. Um, So ultimately, you'll be grafted in. And he makes a case. He says, think about the Gentiles, who in essence are branches not related to the original. Mm -hmm. And they get grafted in. Think how how beautiful it's going to be when you who are naturally there can get grafted in but you have to be grafted in you know you can't just be just because you're a natural branch you're not there it's going to be grafted in and then he makes a statement in verse 26 um uh, and go ahead and and read that a verse uh, 26 and 27 again just read that again
2: and so all israel will be saved as it is written the deliverer will come out of zion and he will turn away ungodliness from jacob for this is my covenant with them when i take away their sins okay
1: so um he makes a statement, and this is what, you know, as we relate into the end times and the return of Israel, is that um, Paul says, hey, by the way, all Israel is going to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, the nation of Israel is going to be saved. The people of Israel is going to be saved. And, of course, now it's 2,000 years later. That has not been fulfilled yet. Uh, but, it's, right. but it's the truth uh, that all... Uh, Israel will be saved. And, be, and since it becomes the center of attention during the end times, that um, uh, our role is to uh, intercede for Israel, not mm-hmm. to make any assumptions, not to look at what you know, um, uh, governance or what uh, po- politics are. It's really rather, since we are told the end, just like this, like they Mm -hmm. did in 1850. Well, they know Israel is going to return. It says, hey, all Israel is going to be saved. And we, and we'll read this next time. We'll go into Revelation where it reinforces that, that the center, Mm -hmm. the center uh, becomes the Jews in Israel proper that become the believers who then move into the, Mm -hmm. you know, tribulation and ultimately into the millennium. Um, And as Diane uh, set it forth for us, she gave us a little bit of hint of of what our role is. So go to uh, Isaiah uh, 62, uh, verses 6
2: and 7. Sure. It says, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Okay.
1: So... um, we know that um, Jerusalem, remember in 70 AD, was, just, was basically destroyed
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the nation was gone. Um, right. We know the nation was gonna be returned, it has. Uh, he said, uh, be a watchman and in essence, don't get lazy about it and don't quit on it until Jerusalem is again a praise. Well, we, mm-hmm. we know exactly when that is. That's at the end of mm-hmm. the tribulation and Christ's right. return and the millennium starts. And once again, Israel, or excuse me, Jerusalem, which is, uh, which is in the nation of Israel, because Christ is now physically living on earth, becomes a praise again to the entire earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. Uh, we're in this interesting time where... Uh, prior to those, those uh, uh, people in England in 1850, there was no nation of Israel. Right. They knew it was going to return and they were called to intercede, intercede for the return. Um, mm-hmm. And it took a hundred years um, of their faithful prayer and their faithful work. Uh, it happened. Okay. Now we're after that. And we know that at the end of the tribulation, Israel again, Jerusalem again, is the center of, of life. And Christ himself is there mm-hmm. and they all become believers to, re, to reflect it. Um, so things have to think about today. The only thing I can say is I've seen the shift to be more mm-hmm. more available and maybe considering that Jesus was the Messiah.
2: More open to it, right. And,
1: and they're hearing the gospel all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's being done by very healthy ministries who understand seed planting and not trying to hammer at home. right? Um, and you've got a governor, a leader in the terms of Netanyahu, who I believe, uh, from what I can see, might even be already a believer in Christ. Um, and he's there to, you know, to work it, but certainly there's people favorable in the government that are favorable toward Christianity and they actually protect it and support it. Um, so our prayer, right. uh, would be that, uh, father, since we know, we know the truth and we see where we are in the middle of that. And we know that the Jews today are not, are not re you know, primarily believers in Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. how would you have us look at this uh, in terms of how do we pray? How do we support? How do we contribute to uh, what you would have us understand about Israel? We know certain things about it, but we really need to be a watchman and a watchman is hearing from God. How do you want us mm-hmm. to watch? And how do you want us to, to understand it? We'll, we'll, we'll pick this up because Diane continues her story next week. Uh, we'll pick it up even further about specifically uh, what does that look like and what do we know about that? Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, as we consider, you know, the end times uh, we're in a sense right in the center of something that's, that's Mm -hmm. that's happening and we, we we just need to, to have a perspective on it. Um, And by the way, it's not a, a have to or a duty it's really as it's we're an It's an invitation to um, understand what do you have to say about Israel and what role mm-hmm. do you want us to play, uh, which could be just to be you know supportive uh, in our heart and there's nothing more to do. But other people like Diane are called specifically uh, to uh, actually gather with people and start to start to be part of it. So all we all we want to do is just bring perspective to it. And understanding uh, without any obligation to it, but mm-hmm. an openness to see what would God lead you to. So, uh, Father, we we do thank you for all that has happened in Israel. We're we're just overwhelmed uh, now that we get to see what has happened in the last, you know, even 150 years, uh, and where that stands. And we know that something's up. And we know uh, by Netanyahu's own proclamation that Israel has become a nation. Uh, officially because over half the Jews in the world now live in Israel. And so something is up. And we just would uh, open our hearts up to understand the nation, our perspective on it, and then uh, how to intercede for it and be watchmen, as you call us. And we're considered a joy to receive that wisdom and insight. We thank you in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing such good insight to talk about and just take these conversations with Diane further. So I'm looking forward to next week as well. If you have questions, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And we'd love to talk about it. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.
0: See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry.